The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. Welcome to it, the Pepper and Dylan Show. Robbie here this morning. Robbie! Hi! And back by popular demand, Katie, thanks for joining us. Good morning, guys. We appreciate it. Pepper's still away today. Uh, not sure when he'll be back, but uh, early next week for sure. At this point, that's all uh, That's all I know. That's all I can say. But Katie, off the air moments ago, telling us the breakdown of a brand new Beatles song. Yeah, it's very exciting. I have a clip of it. Have you heard it? Oh. I have heard it. Is you it have? good? Is it's, it... it's awesome. Okay, I don't know how good this clip is. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how long it is. I haven't heard a single thing. I don't know if uh, they're just going to go sweary on us. No. <laughs> John no. Lennon comes from the dead to swear. <laughs> Why did you shoot me? Oh. You mother. Oh, oh man. No. So how does this work? I, I, I explain this because Beatles, um, there are a couple of them that are dead. So, yeah, John actually wrote this song Well, when he was alive, obviously. So Yoko, Isn't Paul the only one alive? No. Really? There's more than one Beatle alive? Is Ringo Ring- star? Ringo. Oh, the Paul and Ringo. One. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but John had wrote this song years and years ago, and then um, Yoko actually found it like a decade after he was gone. She found this cassette tape, and this song was on it. And then so she gave it to the rest of the Beatles and was like, John would want you to have this song. So the Beatles grabbed it, and they're like, hey, we want to we wanna finish this song for John. And... At the time, the technology was not there to take the vocals off the cassette cleanly, okay. I guess. And so Harrison had put guitar tracks down on the song when they originally were trying to finish it. Mm-hmm. Now, Harrison is also dead now. But on this song, it's John and Harrison and Ringo and Paul. Like, they're all on the all song. So this yeah. is an original Beatles song with all of them before they all died. Yeah. And, and it's like technology was able to take the voice of John... And put it on the song. It's really cool. That's wild. So this is oh, the man. last Beatles song ever. Well, until AI takes over. Guaranteed yeah, AI that. is going to be doing it. <laughs> yeah, but. But the last actual. Okay, I don't know what the clip is, but we'll play. Uh, I got 35 seconds of it. Possibly awesome. Possibly. You say it is? It's awesome. Yeah. Does it sound like Beatles? Does yes, it, sound, it, it sounds like old Beatles? Okay. Or it sounds like, like the Beatles. Okay. So it's not like something. It's not like contemporary Spin on it that we'd add to an A in our playlist? <laughs> no. Probably not? It okay. really does sound like the Beatles. Okay. okay, let's have a look. It's called Now and Then. There's John's finished apartment. In- oh, that's not it, hey? <laughs> I don't think it's out yet. What? How Dylan? did you heard it? You teased us. What the, that's what it said. It said Now and Then. I thought that it was the, the whole song. Oh, you tease. Oh, man. Got us. So when does it come out? I don't have it up in front of me. It says 10 Eastern. 8 a.m. Yeah, so 8 our time. Gosh! <laughs> I was so excited to hear this. <laughs> Is that like the documentary on the song that you were playing? I guess. You guys <laughs> want to hear the documentary? No, I don't want to hear the documentary. How dumb would that be? So there's a new Beatles song. Mm-hmm. It's coming. That like five decades in the making? Yeah. Weird. Is, is it just the one song, or do they have more? The, just, just, the as far one as I tape? know, it's just the one song. Okay. Well, uh, can we can we play it when it comes out? Is that something we can do? I mean, why not? What, right? The Beatles song today <laughs> at oh, 8 o'clock. They're so good. I, I think they're one of the best bands of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... legit. How many like, how many hits? They Like, 200 hits? I just discovered another one a couple weekends ago. My friend was playing it. I'm like, who's this? He's like, the Beatles. What song? Uh, is it a Blackbird one? Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Yes! You've never heard Blackbird? Blackbird? It's a very famous night. song. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was the Beatles. Yeah. 
Well, today, brand new Beatles will come. Yeah, you're hearing See, that right here on Kiss. Now, listen, <laughs> in 50 years, do you think we'll be talking about, like, Taylor Swift <laughs> releasing new things? This is what I think. I, that's why I think the Beatles are so good. 50 years later, we're still talking about them. Still wanting to play their music. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I, I don't know if Lil Wayne's going to hold up the same way. <laughs> I honestly don't. Like, what, what is going to be classic music? Uh-huh. I don't know. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. I think Taylor Swift is big enough, though, that she will stand the test of time. Like, look at what she's done already. Oh, Katie, don't say that. Not in front of Robbie. I'm, I know. Katie, Katie. I know how you feel, Robbie. I'm just saying that she is huge. Yeah. She's huge. Yeah, but I, I don't know. The, the Beatles' music is just so impactful mm-hmm. and just so legendary. It's like they did it all, and now they, they, they did it. They finished music. <laughs> and then we're just kind of trying to follow them, kind of, you know? Well, we're yeah. done. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. in some ways. And now they're back yet again. Oh, that's yeah. exciting. So Very cool. At 8 o'clock, this was, sorry about that. I thought it I thought it, it said it had a little clip here, and it said that they were, they got me, the internet got me again. <laughs> <laughs> so we will play the new Beatles now and then when it arrives at 8 o'clock, if it does arrive at 8 o'clock. Dylan Show podcast. Pe- Pepper's still away. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Pepper and Dylan Show. We have Katie in this morning. Hello. Alongside. Thank you, Katie. Hi, guys. Um, So, I don't know how to do this delicately because there's going to be people on both sides, and I hate being hated. It's not my favorite thing. <laughs> it's just so easy to. I know. It's so easy <laughs> to get people mad these days. But so, I don't know if you guys noticed, and I'm sure you have. Everyone's on social media in some form or in this room, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we had Halloween, and then yesterday was the big shame day. And I don't know if you guys noticed on uh, social media mm-hmm. the amount of shaming from adults to kids oh. that took place. For what? And I, oh, I, 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 I'm on a certain side. I just, I'm going to not say where I'm on as best as possible to start this. Okay. But there are, well, you're going to know immediately where I am. So, yeah, I hate away. There are a bunch of adults posting videos from doorbell cameras and or from security cameras of kids coming up the stairs and stealing all your candies that you left out in a bowl with a sign that said, please take one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you are shaming these kids online and putting up videos after you set them up to fail and acting like they are the problem. Wait a minute. They're ta- so they leave a, a, a thing out that says take one. Yeah, yeah. There's, the a, kid- there's a big bo- and it's all on your door door and they're they're posting it. Like I, I saw about five or six different one on my community page. Mm-hmm. I saw a couple too. So, right. There's and- one on Gibbons. Somebody posted as well. So, so like- they're exposing kids that take all the candy when they should just take one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think that's the risk you take leaving out a bowl, though. But this is this is my thing. I'm like, okay, listen, kids, A, they don't know better. Frontal uh, cortex or whatever the heck it's called in your brain. <laughs> your prefrontal, whatever's not Frontal built. lobe. Not yeah, developed. whatever, <laughs> right? Not fully developed. You see the opportunity to take a bunch of candy. Nobody's mm-hmm. watching there. That's a hard thing for a kid to do. That's a really hard decision to make for a good kid, let alone the kids that are a little troublesome. Then you're going to post it on social media shaming them when really you're just too lazy to either A, get up, or B, you'd rather take your kid out uh, together as a couple and then leave out the bowl thinking, well, I'll do this for the community still. Mm-hmm. When I grew up, that never took place. Mom would either take us out or dad would take us out and someone would stay home and hand out candy. Yeah. Or they would shut out the lights. 
Well, I, I'm a single mom, so I took my kid out. Okay. And uh, I left two bowls out Kay. of candy, and I came home, and there was still candy left in all the bowls. Wow. But I, I thought leaving, I'm like, is someone going to take all this candy? And I was like, well, they're going to have a lot of candy. Right. But I don't know. I put bowl, I put them out, so that's I did my candy handing out. So And, and so that, that, to me, is okay uh-huh. if you have the expectation of anything could happen. But then... To put it on and shame the kids and be like, look at how horrible these kids are for stealing the candy. There, and to put up the, the video. I was like, what What are we doing here? There was somebody, <laughs> the kids stole the bowls. That yes. was wrong. Don't steal the bowl. They took the whole bowl? They took the whole bowl was stolen. <laughs> Maybe it was a nice bowl. Hard to say. <laughs> and I just don't know where you come out on this at 917-917. Well, you you seem activated, which leads me to believe that when you were a kid, you were the thief. No, no, I never did. I would, oh God, I would never do that. I would never steal because my mom would ground me and I did not want to get grounded. Mm-hmm. That was my big thing. So I would never, I would never as a kid would steal. But ha- if someone, if I did this, if I left out a bowl and someone, one kid took all of it, I'd be like, ah, well, I tried. Y- yeah. And then I would move on. Yeah. There is a text here that says, I saw the best deterrent for stealing candy put glitter in the bottom of the bowl so that their bag is full of glitter. Ah, <laughs> that is actually a good idea. It's not bad. I don't mind That's that at all. Smart. I just I don't see the, the big deal with shaming them necessarily. Because you set them up for failure. I mean, as much as we like to think that we're teaching our kids the right thing, like just go up to the house and grab one candy. At the end of the day, it's Halloween and they're excited. And if they grab a big handful... Listen, if 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 the shaming went into adulthood, which it does, you see people getting shamed who steal uh, Amazon packages. Sure, to to some degree, that's. But like, you don't see me getting shamed. Maybe I should at Costco <laughs> when I take more than one. Ah, uh, oh, you should one than more than one sample at the Costco. There should be a, somebody <laughs> exposing people like you. But why? I mean, they're out there to sample, right? That's why the Costco gives them sample away. What do you do when you take more than one sample? Do you lie and like, oh, I got a spouse around the corner? I'm of just course, gonna I'm gonna get me and my wife one and. <laughs> I'm probably our kids, if it's good, I'll come back. <laughs> We're still hungry over the, there. The whole idea is they want me to sample it. They're giving it away, just like you're giving candy away. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand that you would want it to go to all the kids. That makes sense to me. But to to shame the kids and post, post look at how horrible these kids are <laughs> taking well, more than one well, candy. they are, though. But they did. They're just kids. That of course they want matter. more than one candy. That's not an excuse. To be what? Just Age a kid? an excuse to be, to be a bad person. In my, in my now opinion. there are there are some videos uh, from the states. It looks like that I saw yesterday that um, it, it, there were like parents coaxing kids to steal more than one. Ah, uh, oh, that yeah. I don't agree with. That's wrong. Yeah, that, <laughs> they, they, they were teaching bad lessons. But like you see in, in in two of the videos I watched, you see the kid come up and the kid stops, and you can see it's like the biggest decision of, of their life as they sit there, and you see like maybe five, six, seven, eight seconds, and you hear the devil and you hear the angel on the shoulder mm-hmm. as they sit there and go like, "What am I to do? What an opportunity in front of me! What am I to do?" I remember when when my brother and I were were quite young, and we were at some gas station, or it wasn't even a gas station; it was like a like a repair shop, and my dad was inside. Likely getting dope from somebody, right? <laughs> no. Hi, <laughs> Dave. He was inside, and uh, we were outside in the car, and there was a pop machine. 
And my brother found whatever it was at the time, 50 cents or whatever, in my dad's little change dish in the car. And so he wanted to go get a pop. And we both got out of the car and we went to the pop machine and we put in the 50 cents and we put it, we pressed the button and a Pepsi came flying down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Everything was on the up and up. I didn't have the 50 cents, so I pressed the button and, and, and a pop came flying down. Oh. Lucky. We're like, well, what the heck just happened? So he pressed it again and a pop came flying. We sat there until there wasn't a pop available in that thing because we were kids and thought it was magic. Right. right. I understand. I understand the temptation. And if I would have ended up on a video being shamed for it, it would have felt pretty bad. It's a lesson that you got to learn somewhere. And like, that's the, that's where you would learn. A lot of kids, like, are you telling your kid when you go out, make sure you take only one? Like, I never had that talk when I was a kid. So when I went out with my daughter, like there's a lot of them have signs like take two, take a handful, take one, and then some are like you're on camera. <laughs> Did they actually say that? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, you're on camera um, and it will be posted. So I asked Nora. I was like, how many are you taking when you go up? And there's no sign. She's like, oh, just one. I'm like, you're taking just one. I'm like, if you're, you could take two. Okay, so you're you're part of the problem then, no, technically. Like you know, there's a giant bowl of candy, and we're in like a quiet neighborhood, and like you could probably take two, take two, take three. Robbie, you think you should take just one, and if you don't, well, be ready think, to be shamed. I think if you're one of the kids that's going to empty the bowl mm-hmm. and, and take away, away candy from other kids, you gotta suffer the consequences, and that is getting shamed it, online. This is real world. You're out in the real world. You're doing something that is kind of like faux pas. You, you should suffer some sort of consequence. Majority of the kids are good, though. They don't take all the candy. Majority. There's, just like, right. there's like just right. a couple. And then it gets posted online. <laughs> right, I guess. So what? you can't take two samples at Costco? Did, did you get shamed for uh, stealing the, pe- the Pepsi from the machine? No one knew. Because you know what that led to? Huh? You defrauding a church later in life. <laughs> <laughs> did it not? What? Did you not steal money from a church when you got a little older? No. What? No. Yes. See, no, that's not what happened. You're making me sound worse than I am. I, don't I didn't know. steal money from a church. You made counterfeit money. I made counterfeit money to purchase. Purchase things at a church. Ah, there you mm. go. Defrauding a church. If That's God didn't want wild. me to, he would have told me. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I just wanted... They were, it was like I was buying like a Rice Krispie square. I'm not saying it was good. There's really no defense for that one. <laughs> I just took a Rice Krispie square. I just took some candy. Oh, man. Slippery 917-917. Did you post? Did you see any posts with kids stealing candy? And uh, how many samples can you have at Costco? Why can't you have more than one? They're out there for you to sample. You probably get away with two. Yeah, I think it's it's more it's more it's better to steal from Costco if than you, your neighbors. It's not stealing; they're offering it. <laughs> well, you're, Robbie, come on! <laughs> Jeez, oh my god! Sorry, buddy. The Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. Welcome to it. It's the Pepper and Dylan Show. Pepper's still away. Robbie is here, though, holding down Pepper's button pushing, pushing them buttons, and we are graced with the presence. Of Katie this morning. Thank you for waking up early. Yeah, of course, guys. Thank you. For, what time did you go to bed? I went to bed at nine thirty last night. Oh yeah, yeah. Get the uh, get the nice and early bedtime, or is that normal? Um, no, that's that's late for me. I usually go to bed around eight forty-five. No, you do not. Yeah, I do. I get my daughter to bed, and then I just also go yes, to sleep. Yes, I love it. When do you have you time? I don't. <laughs> my you time is like me sleeping. That just is my happy place. It's the best time. Really? Yeah, I love sleeping. Like mm-hmm. if you could sleep. Over anything else. Yes? Yes. Really? Like when I don't have my daughter, my favorite thing to do is like take a tub and then go to bed. 
Well, you're going to live longer. I just saw this this morning. People who sleep very late mm-hmm. may die earlier due to unhealthy habits. Wait, so what? us night owls, as we like to call ourselves, uh-huh. we're going to die. Apparently, we have 9% more risk to have an early death than oh. you than you other people. But what about, like, because I wake up around, I, I'm up and I'm an early riser. On purpose? Yeah, like I usually get up around 5.30 every morning anyways. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I like the morning. Yeah, you, like, you both? Yeah, yeah. like I'll do a, a little workout, get my sweat on. You're and a then, workout before you start your day type person? Yeah, it like makes my, my mental health feel better. And probably uh, my I health I just take overall. a bunch of pills. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> like vitamins? <laughs> no, no, no. Mental health ones. All sorts. Oh, okay. Those ones. Really? Okay, so you, you would go to... Okay, but I don't understand as, as somebody... With a kid, like, where do you get, like, your time? Where do you read your books? Where do you watch your shows? Where do you do your things? Well, I don't watch my shows. We watch her shows. And then um, I'm kid-free every other weekend. And is that, what do you do on those weekends? I take a bath and I have a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll read in the tub, though. I read books. Okay. Yeah. You just have really, really long baths. <laughs> yeah. Robbie, you also, you love that? I just thought you did it out of necessity because we wake up so early. Well, th- that too, but I've, I've just gotten used to it. And I, I love waking up on the weekends and just having the day ahead of me. So what? Like, give me a weekend for you. Like, wait, I, don't, I don't even understand your life because if you're not on a mountain, what are you doing? You're waking up still at like five, six o'clock? Um, like, like seven, eight. Seven or eight on a weekend? What did yeah. I do? I d- did a bunch of stuff on Sunday, and I was up really early. And it just but felt But nothing's good. even open. Like, what are you getting done? You can't go anywhere. No, but I... Th- like Denny's, I, I guess. <laughs> no, I just get things done for the week. Mm-hmm. And I hate waking up, and that's one of the reasons I quit drinking, was because I would always sleep in until, like, two, three on a Sunday. Right. Waste of a day. day. And then I have to be to work in less than 24 hours. No, I have to be to work at 12 hours. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't feel good. (laughs) So I have to get a full sleep in and a full day in 12 hours. And it was just, it was ruining my life because I would waste so much time. And I was missing the mornings and I felt so guilty. So I love getting up early. So on the weekend, you'll get up and like, what kind of stuff do you got to get done for the week? Like, what is your week doing? (laughs) I just do things. I go, I go, go get groceries. I'll watch a show. I'll just do whatever I kind of want. Okay. And, and it's and nice. It's me time. Yeah, I guess. I like to do chores. Like I wake up at like seven in the morning and make the coffee yes. and then I'm like vacuuming and dusting and I'm like, my house I'm looks sure so your nice. daughter loves that. Yeah. Well, she, she gets into it. We crank the music. She's up that early too? Yeah. We're, we're dusting off things. She likes to dust. She likes to mop and we get the house clean. What the heck is going on here? This is wild to It me. feels good to get a, a start on things. See, I wish, and I've wished for all uh, 18 years that we've done this, I wish that I could be a morning person. Mm. But you've been doing mornings for so long, you think you would be. You really would. No, <laughs> no, not at all. I like. I have to, I can't go to bed. Like, I will be so tired after we finish the show this morning. I will go, uh, go home, and I do everything in my power to not fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I'll try everything to not fall asleep. But then as soon as 9 o'clock hits at night, I have this surge of energy. And it's this surge of energy that I can't explain. But uh, I'll go to bed and I'll lie there and then I'm like, I should do everything. The zoomies. Yeah. Mm. So then I take a pill to knock myself out with that. (laughs) No, not good. No, I know. Maybe you should take the nap when you get home. And I've done that for years. It's a mess over here. Well, that's, I just, I, I I don't get the fact that you have no life at all. You just have to 
do whatever your kid wants and then go to bed. Yeah, that is that is my life. I, I like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She, what happens when you want to watch an adult show? I don't know. I just, I just, I just don't. I've never done this. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, have you seen this show? I'm like, no. No, no. <laughs> no but have you it. seen this show? I will say she's eight, though, so she goes inside and plays with her friends. Okay. And then sometimes I'll turn on the TV. That's when you have a little bit of you time. It's very rare that I watch TV. Okay. Wow. That's I, I was not anticipating that. But thank you for waking up early. We uh, We're normal. We appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> See, it's something I don't like about you, Dylan. Okay, here we go. Your nighttime thing. So, like, when we went, we've been on a bunch of vacations together, like, all inclusives. Yeah. Dylan will sleep until the sun goes down. Yeah. And he'll get up, and he'll be up all night. I tried to convince everybody when we went. I'm like, why don't we just all get up at, like, 5? Yeah. Enjoy the sun. Because that's... We can still drink and do our things and party, but we'll do it in the day when the sun's up. Yeah. And then if we all go to bed at the same time, we're still doing the same amount of partying. It's just in the daytime. There's something cool about the night, though. Like you're, it, it, it's like it's it's quiet. There's no one asking questions. You're just doing your own thing. It's kind of, kind of feels sneaky. It kind of feels sneaky. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's I liked the night. I always did. I thought it would be fun. It is mysterious. But I just, the day, it's so, it's, oh, I love it. The feeling of a coffee in the morning, it's just the so nice. The sun rising. Oh, I saw the oh. sunrise on the weekend. It was nice. Is it, though? It was great. Like, was- I love a good sunrise, and that's why I'm happy we work these hours. Mm-hmm. But I'm not waking up for a sunrise on a weekend. And oh. on a vacation? Are you out of your mind? The sun will be there when I'm up. <laughs> no, you sleep until it's down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone just texted, been running on four hours of sleep a day forever. That's gonna mean that means you're gonna die early. Yeah, yeah. That's what this. I I I just saw this this morning, uh, and it says people who sleep very late may die earlier due to unhealthy habits. So people who prefer to go to bed and get up later uh, are are known as a night owl. May die earlier from bad habits as they develop when they stay up late. But is that only because at night there's just there's only trouble to be had? No, you don't have to get into trouble at night. Or is it something to do with, like, your circadian rhythm or whatever that is? Where I, if you're awake at night, you're not getting... It's just bad for you overall. I was reading a book recently called uh, Why We Sleep, I think it's called. Mm. Yeah. And it, it basically, it does say that there is truth in whether you're a morning or a night person. That's not just something you prefer. There is actual truth in your biology of whether or not you're one or the other. I oh. switched, though. Like, in my earlier years, I was a night owl. I used to stay up, like, when when I was, like, in high school and throughout college and my beginning of my 20s, I was a night owl. Mm -hmm. And then when I started working morning radio, it it, it changed. And then I was always going to bed at, like, 8 p.m., getting up at 3.30 in the morning. And then my brain just changed. I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm like, I like to go to bed early. I like to get up early. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and, And, Katie, are you a napper? Uh, I'll nap Eddie. I love like, I Katie love will sleep. sleep. <laughs> she wants to sleep now. Do you want to like lie down for a bit, Katie? I don't know. So um, like daily, you'll have a daily nap? I don't because I'm always at work. But if I had the opportunity, like today, when I'm done working yeah. here and I don't have to pick up my daughter from school, I am so excited to go home and take a nap. Are you a couch napper or like get oh, into I'm, bed now? I am both, but I do like a good couch nap, like a nice comfy couch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, just nuzzle in there. 
Yeah, it's good. This I, I realized recently that that's my my biggest problem at my house is I don't have a comfy couch. Oh, you got to change that. I know. But Maybe that's your it, sleep problem right there. It looks good, it could be. but it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Right. You just bought it because it looks nice in your place. No, I didn't even buy it. It was Lazy Boy. They gave it to me. Oh. Years ago, they, they gave it to me. But what they gave me, it, it was like, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's just, it, I, it doesn't feel good. My neck's always cranked and something like that. What are your thoughts on sleeping on the couch? Like, growing up, my dad would always get mad at me when I would sleep on the couch. He's like, it's not your day bed. If you're tired, go to sleep in your bed. Oh, really? Um, so now I purposely nap on my own couch. Take that, like, Dad. <laughs> my yeah, day I... bed. <laughs> I'll, I'll do what I want. <laughs> I've slept on my couch at least twice this week. A full night's sleep. What, you sleep on your couch, like, as a bed? Yes. <laughs> what? You're I a grown slept, up. I you have my just you. I slept on my downstairs couch and then my upstairs couch twice. Is it because you? Because I, when I used to smoke pot, I would sleep on my mm. couch, but that was not on purpose. No, it's not because of that. Okay, so you I are just, I, making I find a plan. You get a cover. You I, get a pillow. You are on the couch. Yes, I just I'm trying to. My body's all sorts of messed up for for certain reasons, and I think helping or sleeping on the couch helps. Really? Yeah. I think it would do the opposite. Well, it's it's a long story. It's a long process. It's I a have, long story. We system. just don't have time for the system. It's Katie, system. why did you do this? Go! The Pepper and Dylan Podcast. Ah, oh, man. It's just like Pepper to do this to us. What? Pepper's away. There's a family emergency yes. that he's tending to. But yes. somehow he planned this. Katie's in this morning, and we thank you for it, Katie. Yeah. But we just found out tomorrow's Katie's birthday. Oh. She's going to be in tomorrow, I think, as well. Oh, oh am I? <laughs> I'll be here then. Oh, and now we got to get her a birthday gift? Do something for someone's birthday? <laughs> oh, last minute. Slipping in. Do we have to get a birthday gift for Katie if she comes in tomorrow on her birthday? If, Kate, if Pepper is not back? We would have to, right? That would be something. Yes. It's a little too late to Buy go get breakfast. a hot dog from Chicago, though. <laughs> that is true. Oh, God. You need Robbie in the studio. for So you won't be a hot dog from Chicago. Dang. Come on. That gift was awesome, kind of. It was a little cold. But very thoughtful of you guys. It's it was okay. cool. It was scrutinized. But as long as you liked it, Dylan. Yeah. No, that's uh, it was it was such a special moment I will remember forever that you, uh, who hates going on planes, who hates traveling in any kind capacity I, there was once a time where i told robbie like you got to travel to other places to climb mountains you got to travel to see the world he said i'll be happy if i never get on a plane again in my life i i and hate, he did it for you I did. he did it just for me that's sweet to get a hot dog and i knew the entire time after like the rest of the days i was on vacation but i just kept thinking about robbie because he got on a plane to get a hot dog for me Knowing that as much as he hates the the entire idea of traveling, and it would have been the worst travel ever. <laughs> yeah, people keep saying, why didn't we send Dylan? You would have hated that. Oh, I bet. Right? Uh-huh. Drive to Calgary, fly out of Calgary, get to Chicago, stay in a really sketchy hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Drive around Chicago all day. Yeah, it, it was not ideal, but it was it was fun at the end of the day. It brings back a hot yeah. dog. So Good you're friendship. not yeah, you're not gonna get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Noted. But it is your birthday tomorrow, so I'm going to do something. Huge Maybe. breakfast. Should we bring in multiple a Multiple gifts. No, multiple gifts. Robbie, what? Multiple gifts. <laughs> what? It has to be what? giant. Uh, I won't be here tomorrow, FYI. What? <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that's right. So good luck with that, Dylan. Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Robbie's off tomorrow. Right. I'm sorry. That is right. Where are you going, Rob? What the heck? I, I'm going hunting with my dad. He's taking me hunting, so... 
You took the day off to go for, hunting for on first, Katie's birthday? How could you? That's so rude. For the first time in 20 years, <laughs> he's, he's taking me out hunting. Are you still <laughs> concerned that he's dying and that's why he's doing this? I don't know. It seems he's planning a lot of trips, uh, so take advantage now. It just right? seems very odd to Robbie that his dad wants to hang out with him all of a sudden. I know. He was telling me all about it yesterday. I think it's really sweet. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Just dad wants to finally spend some time with his boy, which is good. You know, I'm getting older, so maybe he thinks, oh, maybe he thinks I'm dying. Oh, you're no. T- you're not We're that old, Robbie. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, so I'll just be Dylan and I ce- and Megan celebrating my birthday. There you go. We're going to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> if you want to get Katie a present, uh, you probably should because I don't know what I'm going to get her. <laughs> Robbie, do you want to maybe go out this morning and get her her gift instead of uh, uh, the one that you're not going to give her tomorrow because you're gone? I would love to, but I'm taking off right after the show. Oh, so. yeah. No. It's all you, Dylan. Okay, that's good. That's wonderful. Happy birthday to you tomorrow. We can't wait to celebrate alongside of you if you are in. Uh, We haven't heard from Pepper, uh, but when we do, we'll know uh, exactly what's up. It's it's he's a busy guy. He's doing a lot of things. Yeah, and uh, and we're 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 just hoping that he'll be back early next week at this point. Right. So, ten thousand dollars secret voices. That's coming up. And also, who should pay on a first date? I'd like to get into that. Oh, okay. The Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. Uh, welcome to the Pepper and Dylan Show. Pepper is away. Hopefully back next week. We don't honestly know at this point. Uh, he can share whatever he wants when he gets back or nothing at all. So it's just a family emergency. Yeah. We'll let uh, that uh, be. We're here for him. We're supporting him however we can. And right now that is uh, plain Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a lot of fun. Okay. I, I wanted to get to this a little earlier and we've just been all over the place. But this one I saw on I don't know. I'm going to say X because that's the one of the ones I have, maybe Facebook. But it came off of, I believe, a TikTok. It came off somewhere else. And it it's the question, and you can get involved at 917-917, who should pay on a first date? Mm. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a conversation between two people, and I believe it was the guy calling the girl out for what she had written. And the girl had basically said... Uh, agreed to a date, but then had written, you'll be the one paying because you're a programmer. Okay. Ooh, so in the tech. Yeah, the tech yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're a tech ty- uh, tycoon, uh, tycoon or something like that. I don't know exactly what she wrote. And he ended up saying, well, why should I pay? And she says, because I'm poor, you have money. And he's like, well, what am I going to get? What are you going to give me then? Who, who invited who on the date? Um, I don't know who invited, and that's the that's okay. the part I don't okay. know in this. Okay. And, and he says, what are you going to give me? And she said, nothing, my company. He said, well, my company is worth a lot as well, and I shouldn't have to pay for the entire date just because I make more money or I have money. She says, I'm poor, therefore you're paying. And I thought, whoa. So who should actually pay on the first date? Yikes. I don't really think that they are a match, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Not going good places. I don't know if they ended up going on a date. I just saw the screenshot, and I thought, well, that is that is hard when you see somebody saying that you should pay. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, though, on a first date, the idea in my head, and I, maybe I'm out to lunch, the person that asks should plan the date and potentially pay. So yeah. if I ask right. you out, I should I should be prepared to pay for that date. I've been on a lot of first dates. Okay. <laughs> Is it do you want to talk about it? I sure can. And uh I will say that majority of the time I've been asked on the date. Okay. And every first date I've ever been on, the the guy has paid 
for the date. Okay. But it's not that I expect it. Right. I would, if if it, the bill comes, like, I do that thing where I, like, take out my wallet and the then, in. Right. right, and it's like I'm kind of fumbling because it's kind of awkward and I don't know what's happening and they're always like, oh, what are you doing? I got it. Mm-hmm. But I would be prepared to pay for my half. Makes sense. I just sense. have never had to do that. Now, have you, and if you've never asked anyone out on a date, like it's always been you being asked out? Yeah, I actually don't think I've ever asked anybody on a first date. If you did ask someone out on a first date? I would probably expect to pay, but I, I, I probably wouldn't still. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I love I, the honesty. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I feel like the, the guy usually pays for the first date. Okay. Robbie, you, you go on first dates. I have. You are the guy. Away. Oh, mm-hmm. I've been on one, but I've been asked and I've asked. Okay. Right. And do you end up paying well, uh, I, both I, ways? I do always feel obligated or like like I should pay, but I don't always. It's mm-hmm. Sometimes it's Dutch. Sometimes it's, I go with the flow. See, Dutch is so weird to me. And I, there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's probably the best situation for two people who maybe didn't have the best time or maybe didn't have the greatest date. But it's so weird to kind of discuss a Dutch situation if it's not like if you don't already assume, like it's very odd, especially if you're at the table. Like if you go out for coffee and you kind of arrive at different times and you grab a coffee or something yeah, like that. I think that's different. But if a bill comes to the table, mm-hmm. uh, how do you Dutch that? I think it also depends on like what you're ordering too. Like if if you go yeah. on a date and somebody like, like Megan and I off mic were talking about the girl on TikTok who ordered a thousand oysters. Yeah, and uh, on this first date, what, she, like legitimately. So a thousand? yeah, this guy invites her out on a date, and they go out, and he invited her on a drink, like to go for a drink. Yes. And then this girl orders like was it forty two oysters? Forty eight. Forty eight <laughs> oysters. She orders all these street all these drinks, and for the guy, both of them or for just herself. For her, for her. her, and she's like making TikToks and like filming the whole thing. So the guy goes to the bathroom and leaves. And then so she's complaining on TikTok that this guy left her with this bill and he was the one who invited her out. He's like, I invited you out for a drink, Mm -hmm. not the whole menu. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I'll transfer you the money for a drink, but I'm not paying for everything that you ordered. And what was her response? Well, she, she was very upset. She blasted him all over TikTok saying he was in the wrong. And then a lot of people are like, no, you're in the wrong. Yes. So I think it depends on what you're going out. Like if a guy's like, hey, do you want to go for a drink with me? I'd be like, okay, he's going to pay for a drink. Right. Like, I'm not ordering everything off the menu. Unless we're like, are we both hungry? Are we going to eat? (laughs) Because I always want to eat. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I famously went on on a date maybe 15 years ago, and she ordered lunch for the next day. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's weird. See the note? Leftovers. But, like, and it wasn't, she didn't even touch it. She's like, I'm going to just have that for lunch. (laughs) I just did she make w- you pay for it? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I did. I don't, I don't know if she was going to make me, oh, but she, I thought it was, I thought, okay, I guess you're having lunch. Yeah, no, I, I've never done that. <laughs> That's rude to do. It was, it, I felt weird about it. <laughs> That's for sure. I just remember it mm. really, really, uh, because that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. What do you, yeah. why, Robbie? Well, it just gets me activated a, a little Go bit. Go ahead, activate. I just, I, I just activate feel like, Robbie. Like a first date shouldn't be something that's intense that glamorous or that frivolous it should be just two people getting together to, to get to know each other maybe a drink or a coffee i like dog walks a dog walk like is that's great like nobody has to pay for anything let's just go see mm-hmm. if our dogs vibe and it's it's not awkward you can you can walk side by side chatting it's very i like that it's it's good yeah now when it comes to it just uh, the, the fancy dinners i don't know i heard this is what i've heard and i don't know if it's true okay okay but apparently there's restaurants out there 
that uh, get attractive people on board, mm-hmm. attractive guys and girls, to go on Tinder and dating sites to recruit people to take them on dates to these restaurants. Oh. So, like, say you have a really nice restaurant. You go on, you find influencers, I guess, for lack of a better term. Right. They go on Tinder and just try to rack up as many dates as they can at this specific place. See, that feels that feels that gross. feels sketchy, and it yeah. feels like okay, you're only going on that date to get the dinner. You're only going to to make it worth your while, and it's it's an actual thing where guys and girls go out there and they just want, they go they date for dinner. <laughs> Date for di- well, we've heard in the past mm. there have been girls who have uh, they've come on the show and I mean good for them for coming on the show and saying like sometimes if I'm hungry I'll just go on a date <laughs> if yes. I can't afford it this Seems week. Seems so exhausting mentally and socially <laughs> to go on a, a date with somebody you don't know to just to get some food. There's some good restaurants. <sighs> That's true. And expensive restaurants. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I mean it's odd. I think it's very, it, it, I, I've always just been, like, if I invite somebody out, I expect that I will pay. Mm-hmm. But I, with the oyster situation, you're saying, like, if someone yeah. sits there and orders all these and we're just having a drink, I mean, I would be mad about it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to pay. I feel like that is just rude to do to someone. Yeah, that's conniving. Mm-hmm. That's conniving for sure. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. 917-917, who should pay on the first date? Let us know. I mean, it, it's such a... It back and forth. And, and guys are mainly the ones asking people out. We need a better yeah. system. Yeah. I, it should, you know what? I think it should be whoever asked the person out on the date should pay. Can we not, like, make that a blanket, like, Edmonton policy? That would be so great <laughs> if everyone could just get on board. Whoever asks is the one that will pay. And then no one goes on dates anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be the worst thing ever. But it's kind of going out of style anyway. Dating? Right? With, with, the, with the internet and, and online dating. Yeah. Like, I, don't you think, like, dates... Aren't as common as they used to be. Well, no. Uh, what are you doing, Robbie? Just inviting them over? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it, it is like a, kind of like a hookup culture in a way. Yeah, it's uh, not like it used to be. I, in my experience, I go on. Well, I'm not. I'm currently seeing someone now, so um, yeah, I am. I am. Ooh. But I've been on uh, a lot of dates this year. Right. I've recently put myself back out into the dating scene, and, and I've been on a lot of of really nice first dates. That didn't get a second date? <laughs> well, mostly it leads to a second date. And then after the second date, it's like, oh, okay, this isn't it. But they were really nice. So what have these these dates been? They've been like Lots dinner, of dog dinner. walks. Okay. I like the dog walks because there's like no pressure. You just go meet. You go see if you vibe. Um, I've, I'm not a big fan of like coffee dates because I don't like to drink coffee in the afternoon. Right. And then uh, mostly just like meeting at a, a bar for a drink. Mm-hmm. To sit there, one drink, no oysters. No oysters. I'm not ordering <laughs> all the oysters. How long is a first date on average for you? Um, I think a first date should be short, actually. Really? You should leave them yeah, wanting yeah. a little bit more. You don't want to be spending a whole bunch of time. You just want to see if you click, you vibe, and then you you leave and, and see if you like them. And you should always have a plan afterwards. I always have something to do after. Whether it's real or not? You just say I it? Ha- no, I actually have a plan after. Oh, it's like okay. an out. I'm like, mm, yeah, I got to go meet my idea. friend at the bowling alley now. Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, and you oh, kind of. If I was on a first date and you had to go bowling instead of me, I'd be like, that didn't go well. Yeah. No, but you but, tell them ahead of time. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, I can meet at this time, but I do have something planned later in the evening. Yeah. The Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. We're talking about the first date and who should be paying on the first date. I saw this thing online, and um, the girl basically said, because you make more money, mm-hmm. you should be the one paying. I don't have any money. You You should be paying for it. To which the guy said, well, what am I getting out of it? And she said, my company. 
To which he responded, well, you're getting my company. Like, I, why, I, why is that any different? Right. And so now we're, uh, we're down the rabbit hole of who should actually be paying on a first date, whether it's guy, whether it's girl. Uh, it, we, you just got off the phone. Someone couldn't talk. Yeah. Um, in, in a gay relationship, she mm-hmm. was saying. Uh, what did she, where, where was that? Which was it? The text? It was um, basically keep it Dutch. Or whoever asks out has to pay. Mm-hmm. That was the gay take. That's Whoever asks you out, I, I don't know if it's for the whole gay world. It's just with this couple, right? Wh- whoever asks out the date has to pay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And that that kind of seems like it's the way it should go. We have someone texting in at 917-917 saying, yeah, that's great. Whoever asks is the one that should pay. But Katie even said, you've never really asked anyone out on a date. Not on a first date. No. no. So I guess so that's, it, that's not really. Right. So then I guess it <laughs> well, defaults. Yeah, whoever asks. Should have to pay, but if it's the guy always asking, then the guy's always going to pay. Right. So, I think it depends on the date. It, d- it depends how, though. <laughs> what do you mean, depends well, how? Well, I, I, like, I guess it, it, what the date was supposed to be compared to what it ended up being, I guess. If it comes down to, if somebody's ordering a whole bunch of food sure. and, on the date and that wasn't expected, then I don't think that they should have to pay for it all of it. Oh, that's why you should go to buffets on a date. Oh, flat rate? Yeah, you just go to a want. buffet. One flat rate. Yeah, that is good. You have someone on the line? Yeah, uh, this, it's anonymous. Anonymous. That's fine. We don't mind that. Yep, yep, yep. Anonymous. Hey, good morning, anonymous. Good morning. Uh, what's your thought on this date? Who, sh- who should pay first date? Yeah, so... Whenever I've gone on the first date, I've always just snuck off to the bathroom and taken care of the bill, no matter if I've asked that person or if they've asked me. You, oh. you get up, you sneak, you pay. What's, what, what, what's that about? Uh, like, I, I'm just, it's super awkward at the table. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think it changes the dynamic if there's a date number two. Mm. And I think it's a power move. Mm. You get up and you go and you pay the bill without them knowing. Right. I got a friend yeah. like that. She's my favorite friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also the Dylan. Whenever oh. we go out, he'll sneak away. Because well, I, I, I do I dislike the splitting of a bill. Mm-hmm. That's really hard for me because then when, when people start at a table and it's happened before when it starts like, well, how many chicken wings did you have? Yeah. And the, the answer for me is I only pay the bills because I never want to be in a situation where I can't get what I want. Yeah. So I don't want to be like, oh, I didn't order something because someone else might pay for the bill. I want to be able to order whatever it is. I want to have more wings than you. I don't want to be judged. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason I would do it. So I would make sure that whatever happened at the table wasn't on somebody else. Yeah, you're in control. Yeah, yeah, because I like I just when I'm going out, I'm, I'm not thinking about anything other than the food in, uh, intake, mm-hmm. and I don't. I, I want to be able to do whatever I feel in that moment. I don't want to have to be like, oh, like I'm still kind of hungry after after a situation out. So that's why I would take the bill. I, yeah. Understandable. It's a power move for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, no. thanks, anonymous. Thank you. See you guys. Okay, bye. Bye. Love you. Yeah, yeah so- a, a lot of, of texts is saying whoever asks should pay. Not that you have to. No. But you should at least offer. I guess, yeah. And, and I mean, the, the first date maybe the best is to not go for a paid situation. 
Uh, the dog park. Right. That dog walking is great. If you don't have a dog, you could go for a stroll. Just a walk, in the river. Yeah. Like Edmonton's River Valley is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Even a FaceTime date. I do a lot of FaceTime oh. dates first. Whoa, 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 what? Yeah. What's the FaceTime date? Um, just to see like if they're not a serial killer. <laughs> How, what do you think the serial killers are going to have their yeah. gun and axe sitting there? You can tell there? by their, their nice eyes and yeah. nice smile. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, I got, I I got him on video. Don't worry. There was no axes in the video we'll frame. We'll go walk in the woods with this guy. It's safe. <laughs> okay. All right. That's uh-huh. interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then there's no money. You can FaceTime them, and it's free. And uh, you, you said you're currently dating. I don't want to get into too much of that because yeah. that's your personal life. But well, I made him FaceTime me first. It was a FaceTime It was date. a FaceTime because he has a dog and I have a dog. And I was like, okay, I really, really want to go for a long nature walk. And he kind of was like, well, if you're going for a nature walk, I'll come with you. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, we have to FaceTime first. And he's like, okay. Um, and then we went to Lois Hole Provincial Park, like into the woods. Yeah, love it like, there. Far, far out. And he's like, "You're worried about me killing you? <laughs> You're like bringing me out to the woods." So before you went into the woods with this guy, like, what sort of things were you looking for on the Facetime? How how can you identify if someone's going to kill you or not? Okay, well. The first thing he like deleted his bumble while we were already talking, which I was is a, a red flag to me. Or he found the one. Oh, so I was bold. like, that's that's weird. He doesn't have social media, which I was like, red flag, which I actually think is now a green flag. Okay. So I was like, this guy might be catfishing me. Mm. I don't want to go meet him for a walk. And he has to FaceTime me. Right. And then he didn't know how to FaceTime because he has an Android. Oh. Anyways, he figured it out. Mm. I, would, I would say uh, serial killers don't kill on your first date wait for your second or third that's sound advice that's the way to do it oh geez i didn't know that you would go uh you would put them on face i guess that makes sense Mm -hmm. well i was like we're gonna go for a walk in the woods so i want to see this guy first that is a that is a weird first day to walk in the woods no matter Uh, who you are he thought we were just gonna go to a dog park but i was the weirdo that was like hey i know a place Mm -hmm. CHBNFM Edmonton is KISS 917. Here are the top three things you need to know. With Pepper and Dylan. For the Colin Bruce Mortgage Team, 436-2511. Or online at ColinBruce.ca. Nailed it. Nice job, Robbie. Nailing it. This is interesting. Katie came in with this information earlier this morning, and I thought, wow, really? There's a brand new Beatles song out now. Today. Like it came out 15 minutes ago. Katie, I don't want to be the one to tell you, but John Lennon's dead. John Lennon and yeah, Harrison. They're, they're both, both they're uh, both dead. George um, Harrison's not alive, eh? No, dead. But this is really cool. So John actually wrote the song, and Yoko found the song years later in his belongings, and it was on a cassette tape. So she gave it to the rest of the Beatles and said, John would want you to have this. So the Beatles said, John would want us to finish it. So they tried to finish it back then. Um, so they all put down the tracks, and they tried to get John's voice off the cassette tape, but they couldn't do it in a way that the vocals sounded clean. Right, and now they used AI technology to separate Lennon's vocal from the original demo? Yeah. Which is unreal. Which is amazing. And then on top of that, um, like, obviously, we know George Harrison is now dead. Mm-hmm. But at the time, he laid guitar tracks when they were trying to record the song the first time. Right. So his guitar tracks are also on this song. So this is all original Beatles and it different is. parts. Then it all came together. And it took, like, decades to make this song that came out this morning. Okay. So we have a small sampling of the new Now and Then from the Beatles. Yes, you're hearing that correctly. You are waking up to 
brand new Beatles music. Yes. <laughs> Technology, weird. Here, let's have a listen together. Yeah, yeah. See what we think of Now and Then. and shout. It's a Beatles song, though. It's true, but it's not. It sounds like the Beatles. (laughs) Absolutely. It sounds exactly (laughs) like the Beatles. I just, it's not their best song they've ever done. I guess two of them are dead. (laughs) No, that's really cool, though. I think it's so cool. It's kind of scary, too, just what AI is going to do. Well, sure. Um, With AI, can you not make Beatles songs forever? uh, Mm, (laughs) I guess. mm. Technically. And it's just beginning. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Which is so spooky, but I think that's super cool. I think it's cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. Cool. To have a brand new Beatles song, and I, I mean, the Beatles are legendary. 1962 is when this song was originated. That's when it's yeah. first song. Love yeah. Me Do, 1962. And John Lennon has kids, right? I'm just throwing this out there. Like, it would be cool to hear a song that your dad wrote before he died and then now hearing it now come out. Like a new one, yeah, yeah. that they've never heard like that before. Is a, that's a cool moment in history for them, too. Oh, my good. It's so it's so neat that they can do it. It's so neat that we have Beatles. Uh, I mean, uh, people I guess, still- but let's also think it wasn't good enough to make the, the, the first albums. Well, oh, here we go. There you know, we go. If it was so good, it would have been on one of their albums. I think he wrote it, like, when the Beatles weren't playing together. I don't know. Oh, like post. Yeah. He just wanted to write more songs. He's just writing Listen, I'm songs. I'm all for it. I'm all for okay, it. Okay. Brand new Beatles has arrived. It's called Now and Then, and it is all original Beatles on the track. Just pieced together. That's neat. That's pretty darn neat. Uh, Starbucks, we can have this story again because uh, earlier this morning we found out eggnog had eggs. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> Weird, man. <laughs> but honestly, eggnog has eggs. Egg whites, egg yolks. Both of them. What? They're using all of it. Uh, but apparently Starbucks isn't bringing back the eggnog latte, and a lot of people are upset about this, Robbie being one of them. Yeah, I just feel like if because today is the day they, they, they uh, release Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That to me tastes just like Christmas, and and they have their new iced gingerbread oat chai, their four festive favorites, which is the peppermint mocha, okay, the caramel uh, or caramel, I don't know how you say. So it. you could get rid of that one. latte. That one isn't very Christmassy. Okay, chestnut uh, sure. praline latte. That's sure. Christmas. Christmassy. And sugar a cookie oat latte. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So get rid of the caramel. Bring the eggnog back. Okay, yeah, I mean, people are on your side. They really aren't happy about it. But today is the day that uh, you can get the holiday drinks at Starbucks in Canada. Also, we had someone stop by last time we talked about it and said that the cups, they're red, green, white, and pink. And pink. Yeah, so I don't know. uh, That's the cup they got this morning. So is that the new take on the red cup? Or, I mean, red, green, white, and pink. Is that's not pink normal? doesn't seem like a Christmassy color. No, so I'm, I'm not sure exactly what's happening with those. Well, Santa's rosy cheeks. Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. Red, green, white, and uh, listen, maybe.
you could be on to something. Santa gets cold, too. <laughs> Jolly old rosy cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Exactly. Uh, Robbie, I don't think you're prepared, but can you hit the sports intro? I can hit whatever you want, whenever you want. This is Robbie. <laughs> Let's uh, do it. Yeah, he <laughs> He's who you go to when you want to know about the sports. Oh, checking their way through another win. He'll tell you what happened on the rink, on the field, and on the court. Shoot pass score. Coach Dillon, he's a home run. You got it. Coach Dillon, he won't be outdone. Yeah. Coach Dillon, he's number one. Sports! The Oilers are back in action tonight. Dallas Stars in town to take on those Oilers. Yeah. Game time, 7 o'clock. Listen, I went to... Um, I went to a game the other night. Mm-hmm. Uh, what day was it? Tuesday? No. Yeah, yeah, no, I did. It was uh, it was uh, at uh, Rogers Place. They only played Sunday. I know. It wasn't them playing. And I oh. want to tell you about this, Robbie, because I thought it was such a cool uh, thing. My uh, friend's son got to play and be an oiler for a day. It's this thing they do through the Oilers Foundation. So his little hockey team mm-hmm. got to go into the dressing room. They put their names up. In the dressing room, like above where where Connor McDavid, Aww. it was yes, so yes. awesome. I've done it. Cute. They've got to go out to like Inner Sandman. Yes. They had the lights. They had the horn. They had everything. Announcers, anthem. Yes. Yep. Really? It, we had the anthem. It was so awesome. Now there was only probably I would say maybe a hundred of us watching. That's a good crowd though. Huge. Right. It was the best game I've been to, and here's why. Now listen, they didn't play. It was it, it wasn't the best hockey I've ever watched. Keep in mind they're young, right. but it was awesome. It was quick. It was to the point. We were in and out of there. I mean, the Oilers can learn a lot from these youngsters. Yeah, that's they, fun. They just did period after period after period. There was like a one minute intermission. It was awesome. The only thing missing was the concessions. I couldn't get a hot dog. Oh, and I was there's upset. no snacks. And I needed a oh, hot dog. Dang. No. So, so was this like the Rogers fan experience? Is that what it was? I, I apparently they do this for a lot of like minor league hockey, where uh, you can go and have this Oiler experience. Yeah, I've and it, it raises money. But it was mm. it, it was for their like hockey club. But what a cool experience for them to have that, and like a, a, it was fun just to watch, to sit there, to see all their names up on the jumbotron. Yes. To see. It was just, I don't know. I think that's a fun way to do it. Or you could go to the Dallas Stars and the Oilers tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. To be I honest, like same, little... ki- same kind of hockey these days. <laughs> Aww. Little future Oilers. Yeah, no way, they're on a tear. They've won one in a row. What a tear. <laughs> I'm kidding. Game time, though, is at 7 o'clock this evening. They're currently in sixth in the Pacific Division, and they have won two games the entire year. Yeah. Robbie, always the optimist. Saying not to worry. Not to worry. I mean, the, the season is 10% done, so it could catch up to them. You know, because sometimes you sneak into the playoffs with just one point or two points. Sure. So every game does matter. So they, they just got to, I think they're back on track. Tonight is the night. Yeah. You can check out the Oilers. It's a 7 o'clock game, and it's here in town. Those are the three things you need to know. Thanks, Dylan. Yeah. The Pepper and Dylan Podcast. It's the Pepper and Dylan Show. Pepper away today. He's dealing with a family emergency. Hopefully back on Monday by the looks of things. Possibly tomorrow. Robbie's gone tomorrow, but Katie's in the studio. Yeah. Hi. Good old reliable Katie. (laughs) Happy to be here, guys. Thanks so much for coming in. Uh, A lot of people texting in just saying how nice it is to hear your voice this morning. It really, really is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. We appreciate when you come in. We absolutely love having you in here. So thank you for always helping out and and jumping 
jumping to it as quickly as possible. Of course. We're a team, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's really, really nice of you. Uh, we also got a text message asking if there was an update. And I can give you a slight one for the Sloppy Joes. Yes. Katie, are you, you familiar with this? Yeah, I've been listening about your Sloppy Joe pop-up. We're doing a Sloppy Joe pop-up. It's Slop a thing. it like it's hot. Oh, I can't Ooh, wait. Yes. Uh, I I hadn't had a sloppy Joe until recently. Yeah, I've I never grew up with them. I didn't really know what a sloppy Joe was. It always just looked like chili on a bun. I was yelling at the radio when you said you hadn't had a sloppy Joe. I was like, how? How? I, They're so good. I know. And so the idea of chili on a bun, I don't hate it. Like I don't want to get mad at chili on a bun, but I just ah, I've had chili. I've had buns. I never mm-hmm. put them two together, and I didn't think much of a sloppy Joe until my uh, my girlfriend she. Yeah. Said you gotta have a sloppy Joe. You have she to. She made us sloppy Joes, and I was like, "Oh my god, this isn't chili on a bun." No, it's so good. It's so good. After well, you were talking about it, I had to have it on the weekend after, and yes! I, I haven't had it in years, like probably ten years. <laughs> my kid still has not had a sloppy Joe, and I feel like I've robbed her. Oh, of you that. have. Yeah, so you I know what? To... I always thought you were a good mom, but I guess not. I, hey. I thought I was too until wow. this. Wow, no <laughs> sloppy Joe. She needs some sloppy Joes. Everyone needs a sloppy Joe. So we're doing a sloppy Joe pop-up at the end of the month. That has been decided. It's going to be down Jasper Avenue. Uh, there's a place called Jack's Burger Shack. Mm-hmm. It's my friend. He owns it. He's wonderful. He's, he's always up for a good time. He's great. And he has said, absolutely, they're not open on Saturday. Therefore, on a Saturday afternoon, we can open up the restaurant as our own. This Take it over. This is amazing. Yeah, it's just Sloppy Joe's and fries is all we have on the menu. And then drinks. That's it. Sloppy Joe's, fries, drinks. Sloppy Perfect. Joe, fry, drink. That's what it will be. Now, we're, we're getting a charity angle, and that's what's taking us a little long with the other thing, because we want to be able to do it for a good cause. Mm-hmm. So we're getting the charity on board. We're getting uh, the Sloppy Joe's figured out exactly how we're going to make it. And it's going to be at Jack's at the end of the month. It's looking like, and I don't want, but like save the date. It's looking like November 25th. Okay. Perfect. Which is a Saturday. Uh, we'll open up like, well, not too early because it's a Saturday. I mean, we'll open up mid-afternoon for a couple hours. We'll all be down there and we'll be serving Sloppy Joes mm. for a, a a decent price. And I then, and will then, be there. But yes, yes. Yes. Please. Bring your daughter. Honestly. I think that's her dad's weekend. So oh. she'll go continuing on without a Sloppy Joe. Robbed <laughs> again. <laughs> so unfortunate. So the Sloppy Joe pop-up is for sure happening. We're just working out the details. Right now, we're still in a fight. Me and two, the owner of Jack's Burger Shack, uh, because I say you have to have cheese. He's not certain that you have to have cheese. Mm, so, I think cheese tastes good on everything. This is what I said. What, what is going on? Cheese could, always. Could you have an option of no cheese and cheese? Like, is that not just yeah. the compromise right I there? Yes, that is an option. <laughs> I just think, like, I don't want anyone to be no cheese. Lactose intolerant. You're yeah. allowed no cheese. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> That's the one. Have you ever found, though, that like, people who are lactose intolerant, they always eat cheese, and then they're like, this is going to hurt me <laughs> later. Because <laughs> it is worth it. <laughs> going to feel this one. Yeah, no doubt. It's kind of like alcohol. You, you, you have a good time when you're drinking it. Mm-hmm. You pay the price later. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cheese is worth it. I can see it, just yeah. like alcohol. Uh, someone asking right now, alcohol. veggie option. Uh, I believe there will be. A bun. I believe that's what we're working on as well. Yeah. A cheese believe. bun. Yeah, no cheese, please, allergic to cheese. Ah, you got a guarantee to be there. We'll have the cheese option then if I can convince two of it. The good news is there's a Sloppy Joe pop-up coming at the end of the month. I cannot wait for yeah, it. Yeah, that so will be fun. That is the update as of right now. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, two and I can get along and make it happen. Yeah, it's, yeah. 
I believe in you guys. Don't let it jeopardize your friendship. I wouldn't, but I just, the cheese back and forth. I just, how do you not have cheese on something when there's cheese as an option? Well, because when you look, like, look up all the recipes online. Cheese! It's a very American thing, Sloppy Joe's. Maybe that's why we didn't have them much as kids. But uh, it doesn't look like they're covered in cheese. Oh, I put cheese on mine. Well, I I totally should be an option. There's there's very few things I don't put cheese on. Yeah, same. (laughs) Cheese belongs on everything. Yes, Mm -hmm. 100%. It's more addictive than heroin, apparently. Cheese? Yes. I believe it. Because it's that good. Yeah, I could see. Why not? Okay, we, we can make an option with both. Yeah, I think both is the best option. By the way, say yes to cheese, no to heroin. Yeah. I think it's our responsibility <laughs> on this show to say that. Sound advice. Yes, yeah, so we're here. Uh, DoorDash is now warning uh, Canadian customers. This is, uh, I mean, this is an obvious statement, but it, there, there's something here, I think. DoorDash warning Canadian customers not tipping will result in slower delivery and cold food. It's on oh. you for not tipping. DoorDash. And that's what's happening. This is an article I saw earlier this morning. Do you agree? That you should or should not be tipping in order to have your food arrive hot. Hmm. Now we've, I think we've spoken to uh, delivery drivers. Yes, they see the tip before they accept the ride, don't they? I, th- in, I in some cases, I think in some. I don't know if it's DoorDash specifically, but in, in one of the three that yeah. we are we offered, they they do pick it up based on tip. I have also heard this, and so I just tip the medium amount. That's okay, awkward. like fifteen percent. Yeah, so the medium, like the, not the lowest, not the lowest, not the highest, the one in the medium. Okay, yeah, <laughs> the middle, the middle, middle, middle. Yes, yeah, there yeah. we go. So I click that one, um, and then actually one of my ex boyfriends is one of my skip the dishes drivers. Ooh, awkward. He, he shows up quite often, and uh, he tells no way. he told me, yeah, my my. How awkward is that? You know, it's not so bad anymore because it happens so often. <laughs> but um, he told me that I always tip really good, and I'm like, I do. And he's like, yeah, you always, you're, you're a great tipper. Oh. And I was like, oh, thank you. But I always just hit the, the middle button. See, and this is, there's text messages coming in. Disagree. I'm already paying for the service. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. So, this, like, <laughs> what is it, DoorDash? Uh, DoorDash is the one saying that it Come will on. result in slower delivery and cold food. Isn't the one thing DoorDash has to do is get your food there warm? Like, isn't that the one responsibility of ordering food? You'd think so. Hmm. That's, the, that's the only hope I have is there, that, that, that it's right and it's warm. It just seems like they're washing their hands of any quality control. Yeah, sorry, you didn't tip, therefore you don't get. But that's their whole get. business. I know. <laughs> like that is the business. <laughs> now it is better though, because Dylan, you have a lot of friends in the restaurant industry to Absolutely. not use these apps. Yeah, it helps them out, right? Because uh, I mean, in some cases, they'll just jack the prices up so that they break even. So you're actually paying more for whatever product you're ordering to your house than you would if you go to the restaurant. Yeah. You're paying for your laziness on top of paying for your laziness. And, and then you're of, tipping for your laziness. Some of the restaurants actually have their own delivery drivers, too, even though they're on skip. Like right. it's, it, it does help to call sometimes and just call be like, the, hey. Call the restaurant directly. Yeah, can I get delivery? Yeah. Do you guys do delivery? And then sometimes they want you to do that anyways. Right. Yeah. And then you have fees on top of it. Like, isn't there like the delivery fee on DoorDash? Delivery fee. Then there's the, the tipping. And it's just not worth it. Yeah, and I don't, I, don't, I don't want to take anything away from uh, people who do this as a job because they probably want the tips, but it's just like, yeah. uh, it's a lot. <laughs> and I, listen, it, it's, it's, like get, fo- it's like getting a haircut, but if you want a good haircut, you have to tip. Well, I used to deliver pizza. <laughs> right? 
And uh, I used to deliver pizza for Panago. Is there anything you didn't do? No, I, I have had every job. Okay. Um, but I will say that there were certain house numbers that would pop up, and we would know who tipped. Right. And so, like, if they ordered Panago, like, every Friday, we would fight over who had to go to Heritage Lakes. Right. Because there was, like, ah, certain bougie. good tippers. Yeah. <laughs> so we would all get those. So I'm, I would imagine, like, the skip drivers kind of do the same, like, when they see certain yeah. addresses well, and stuff pop up. Yeah. It's, I... I it's just to me. Oh, like, here's a DoorDash texter says we don't necessarily t- see the tip. Okay. Okay. Mm. Maybe that was just uh, like maybe that was skip the dishes or something. Oh, Uber yeah. Eats hides the tip until after the delivery. Okay, and that's that's kind of how it should be. But you're saying if it's a regular customer, they're gonna know. Like, oh, this guy never tips. I'm not accepting it. Kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and then we'd all do rock paper scissors. Who had to go to that house? <laughs> if they don't tip. Actually, one time money for the, the pizza fell in between the door and the cement of the step. Oh, no. And the guy goes, well, that's your own fault for not catching it. So I had to pay for this guy's pizza. Oh, no. And he took it from me and didn't tip me. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the struggles. <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, it's, so, it's so hard because I understand tipping and, and how that works to some degree. But, like, to say that you might have cold food... Does that mean then I can complain that I got cold food and get it for free? Because wouldn't that ultimately hurt the service altogether? Because yeah. if, if it comes to my house, I, I I rarely, rarely complain with any of my deliveries. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll complain if something's missing. And every time I've complained that something is missing, they immediately give me the money back. Yeah. So I don't know who's losing. Like, is the restaurant losing out on the money? Is it the uh, the service that's losing out? I got, someone's losing out on money during that. But if it comes cold, is that not... I think is that not com- complainable? You can complain if it's cold. And it should be free? I don't know. I would assume. It's, I, it just seemed weird that uh, if not tipping may result in... I get the slower delivery. I can understand that. But, of course, slower delivery is going to get you colder food. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, the way I look at it is you're at home. You can just put it in the microwave. <laughs> oh, it's going to ruin that steak you just ordered. <laughs> okay, if it's steak. But if it's, like, a flatbread pizza and it comes out of the... Like, it's going to be cold by the time you get it and you order it anyways. Microwave? <laughs> it's just nothing is good when you get them off these apps. Mm-hmm. Nothing comes the way you would get it in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I've no. never, ever had something that came to me that I'm like that was on par with if you go sit down. Yeah, but it's like comfort food. It's like, I'm in my sweatpants, just bring me some food, and it's going to be good because I didn't have to cook it. Yeah, right. I understand that. It's just out of control, people's laziness. You know, these 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 delivery services are just so successful because we are so lazy. Mm-hmm. And we're so lazy that they are now telling us that they're going to deliver our food cold and slow, and we're still going to be lining up to do it. Yeah. Slow? Okay. Cold? No problem. We'll have that food tonight. Uh, we'll think, take it. Yeah, you could complain about it being cold, I think. The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. Robbie, thanks for doing all the things Pepper normally does. Hey, no worries. And Katie is in Robbie's seat. Thank you, Katie, for coming in. Yeah, happy happy to be here with you guys. Uh, DoorDash. We just saw this online earlier this morning. Warning Canadian customers that tipping may result, not tipping, sorry, may result in slower delivery and cold food. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have thoughts on this at 917-917. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the best thing we can do is probably talk to somebody anon- anonymously who works for said mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. See if we can't get some insight behind the scenes. Yes. Good morning, Anonymous. Hi. DoorDasher. Hello. <laughs> so you are currently a DoorDasher? I am. Okay, perfect. So you'll have all the information and you'll find out why or what and how us tipping, not tipping, using the service can affect you and affect our order. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
So let's start with, do you see the tip before picking up the food? You do not see the tip, but like if you say if you're an experienced DoorDasher, you just know that DoorDash is going to offer you anywhere from $3 to $4 as a base tip. So it doesn't say um, base pay $4, um, the customer is tipping you this much. You'll see the customer tip after. But if you've been doing DoorDash for a while, you know that the $4 is just the general base pay. So you'll know that there is no tip. So mm. I'm not going to decline an order just because somebody didn't tip. But if I'm, say, in Northridge and my restaurant's Earl's, which is down the trail quite far, I know that that's also not my delivery location. So by the time I pick up that food and then I head to that customer's place, I know that the $4 is probably just going to pay my gas and not necessarily for my time. Right. Um, a lot of times DoorDash will also send you out to these r- rural areas. So like, I don't know, like 15 minutes out and then 15 minutes back. And if it's a base pay of $4, you're actually not making any money to pay for your gas and you're paying for gas yourself. That's not even so, minimum wage. Yes. And a lot of people will do that because the service is an expensive service to begin with. So they're like, well, why am I going to tip kind of thing, right? Yeah. So they're not understanding yeah. that the DoorDasher is responsible for their own gas, their car payments, their insurance, everything like that. And DoorDash for a lot of people is actually just like a solid job. It's not just a um, side gig. Right, right. right? Full time kind of thing. So, so yeah. what happens? I get slow food and I complain. Does that affect you or that does not affect you as the delivery person? That doesn't necessarily affect me. You have the option to rate your driver and rate the restaurant. If you're rating the driver because of the slow time that you got your food, it will affect that DoorDasher. Whereas you're rating the restaurant, then it affects the restaurant, makes their ratings go down. Um, But I have seen it where my ratings have gone down because of the slower delivery, which isn't necessarily my fault because DoorDashers before me declined their orders because Mm. for whatever reason. Yeah. And you just end up picking it up and then your rating goes down. Yes. Ah, interesting. And how does your rating affect you as a delivery? Do do we see it on our end? Um, I don't know if you see it on your end. Actually, I think you probably do see it on your end um, for each individual driver that comes to you. Um, But you have to remain at a certain percentage for ratings. Otherwise, you can't be a a door dasher. Also, they kick you out. Okay. Yes. Mm. Your rating goes too low. That makes right. sense. Mm. So, so you, and if you're declining orders as well, too, you won't get, you'll stop getting orders like if you keep declining. So uh, sometimes we're even forced to take those $4 ones because we want to keep working, right? We need to try to make money. So you can't so just keep denying them all. you keep on declining those $4 ones, so your rating keeps on going down every single time you do that. Right. And so uh, then explain how it works as far as most people, most people are tipping the minimum or most people are tipping, like, where do you find when, you, when you're when you doing your, your job on a daily basis? Most people aren't tipping. <laughs> really? really? Most people aren't tipping oh. at all? Yes. Oh, that's shocking to me. I always tip. Yeah. Right? And you yeah, tip in the middle. I tip in the middle. You're a middle tipper. <laughs> I'm a middle tipper. <laughs> Holy smokes. I do, My husband's right beside me. <laughs> probably going to get in trouble. Um, I, I'm a I'm a big tipper because I understand like how it is, mm-hmm. right? 
So. Yeah, but most people, a lot of people on text saying tipping is out of control. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I would agree with that too. And especially like you said, Anonymous, when you're already paying these large fees for these services, then a tip on top, it's it's kind of a turnoff. Right. But what do you do? Okay. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. Have this you ever morning. stolen a fry? What's that? Have you ever stolen a fry? <laughs> or just a small slice of pizza? <laughs> P- no. Just a piece of pepperoni. No. <laughs> no, they close the bags well so that people can't tamper with your food. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's ways around that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Robbie would figure it out. Okay, Anonymous, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Uh, text okay. message says, I thought Dylan hated tipping. I do. Mm. I, 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 it's such a hard discussion, and, and especially because it's everywhere now. We were just talking about this a couple weeks ago about, like, how everybody wants a tip. It's like when they added the tipping function at Starbucks, I was mad. I'm still mad every time it asked me if I... Careful, like Katie. I, I did this a couple weeks ago, oh, and people didn't like me for it. fires it. me up. I'm sorry. You're really friendly and nice at Starbucks, but I always hit no tip. But I tip in the middle for my Uber driver. Middle there. Yeah. yeah. And um, why is it Starbucks got you so mad? Because I don't think I should have to tip on a coffee. Right? It's already expensive. Yeah. Um, see, but we were talking about this off the air. I disagree with you guys about things like Subway or somewhere where you watch them make your sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it seems to be very, like, skimp. they skimp on things. But I've had, like, some some that are really good and make the sandwich with care. But you can just s- ask them to add more. Yeah, it's up to oh, them. That's grind. their job. <laughs> right. But I've just had some that are terrible mm-hmm. and some that are amazing. So I will t- if I if the sandwich is made, like, really good and they put lots of olives on it, I will, I'll tip. But wouldn't the tip be beautiful if it wasn't expected or on that little sheet at the end? I was talking, um, uh, it was my, it was my girlfriend's mom. And, and this is interesting because we had talked about it uh, a couple weeks back, and then I was talking with her, and she said she feels so uncomfortable by some places that shouldn't ask for tips that are asking for tips. So mm-hmm. she used to go and buy coffee beans at this one place, yeah. and she loved getting her coffee beans there. And then when she went there one day, all of a sudden it had a tip option, and she felt really, really nervous and she felt like, I don't know what to do here. They're asking for a tip option, but I'm just buying my regular coffee beans. She gave a tip and never went back because she said she never wants to be faced oh, with that again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I it's a turn off. Mm-hmm. So she completely has never gone back. I said, well, why don't you just go and not tip? She said, no, it's got the tip option. They're looking at me. I don't want to be the person not tipping when they're asking for it. But she thinks it's ridiculous that they're asking for a tip to hand you the coffee, uh, the coffee grounds. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's hurting some restaurants that are asking for tips in, in situations where maybe they shouldn't be. Well, hmm, when I yeah. lived in Australia, and Australia is very, you've very done different. Everything. I've done everything. I, I swear I have. But when I lived in Australia, they don't, you don't tip at restaurants. Ever. Ever. So, unless you're going to a full service restaurant. So, the restaurants that we have here, and you're getting wine and dine, and the server comes to your table and um, brings your drinks to you, brings everything, the food, mm-hmm. gives you the full service experience. In Australia, what you do is you go up to the counter, and you get a number, and then you sit at your table, and then they'll beep, and your number's ready, and then you go up, and you get your food. So, nobody actually serves you. No matter what? Like, if it was an Earl's Australia? You just go up and oh, order like your that. own food, okay. and um, that's just how it works. How, what do you do at the end when you're done your food? You just leave it on the table, and you walk out. Do you do the oh. dishes? Okay. So you pay you pay for everything up front, and then your food, you go and get it and bring it to your table. And that's what you do at every restaurant other mm. than a full service one. Okay. And I worked at a full service one where I made tips, and they like Canadians there because we know how to do the full service restaurant thing. Sure. But nobody else, you didn't tip anywhere there. And, like, so you went to your, your coffee place. They wouldn't even have no, the little tip option. No, tipping they is would... not a thing. 
It is not a thing anywhere. Oh, man. And so do they get paid more? Like, how do they yeah, make it? Yeah, you get paid. The, the servers get paid more. Everybody just gets paid more. Well, how can they make it work and yet we can't? I, I, that is the question. <laughs> how did they figure it out yet we can't figure out how to do it? We could figure it out. Right? Mm. I mean, it would be something that we do. So you're mad at Starbucks. Anyone else that you're like, uh, you're not happy the with? The subway thing at Pita Pit. Anytime oh, it's like. Pita Pit. Yeah. No, I, I don't. They can make a good pita. I'll no. tip them. So, Robbie, you're four. If you're doing what your job is, but you're doing it really, really well, I want you to know by me providing you the tip. Well, listen, the Starbucks, okay, yeah. Usually every single coffee I get is the exact same. They, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. Are you a tipper at Starbucks though right now? Where I won't because it's, they're just handing you something. It's already expensive, but it's always the same. When I go into a sandwich shop, sometimes it is just awfully made. And it's a struggle. Hey, can I get some extra? And it's a little leaf. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a struggle to get a good sandwich made. But is it because but, you're only watching them? Like someone texting right now going, McDonald's, A&W, they don't ask for tips. You just don't get to watch what they're doing. Right. Is it because you're watching them and, and you get to see with your eyes exactly but what's at, happening? At A&W, like you don't sit there and be like, watch them make the uh, more pickles, please. It's not like build your own. We're right. at a subway. What about at Harvey's? Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> it's kind of. Building your own burger. True. True. But, and so you uh, would tip in that case. I just if if it's being built and you have the choice of adding this and that, and they have the op, they can sit there and, and be skimpy with it. Then I like to tip them when it's good, which makes sense, I guess. To some degree, I just everyone asking for it is a lot. And then now, uh, just this, I saw this this morning. DoorDash warning customers that not tipping may result in slower delivery and cold food. Mm-hmm. Cold food seems a little ridiculous to me. Yeah, I don't think your food should be cold if you're ordering it from. Anywhere. A restaurant, yeah, and you're paying. You're paying for it. Yeah, it shouldn't be cold. I mean, I could understand like slower service, but what about a salad? Oh, you, you want that hot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heat it up. Come on, Robbie. A nice warm and toasty Caesar salad. A little wilty salad for mm. you. Well, I don't want a wilty salad if that's what you're getting at. That's not exactly what I want. Right. But I mean, ultimately, it's it's just a conversation. What are we seeing on text for most people right now? Uh, a lot of people are against tipping. It's just kind of because it is so everybody has it. Right? There's a lot of it's cleaners. A lot of cleaners saying I clean houses and it's rare for me to get a tip is what this says. Oh, see, I, I, used, would, to, I used to clean houses too. Did you get tips? No, I never really see, got tips. I would tip if someone's in my house and, and, and will commonly be in my house. I, I, I tip them. What are you tipping for, though, so that they don't steal your stuff? Because that's just part of the job, Robbie. I know, but some there, there's some people that are good at their jobs and some that aren't. See, and I would be okay, I think. Like, I don't love the idea of tipping, but I do like the idea of going, hey, you're doing an amazing job for an amazing service. I want to give you extra. But it's become that expectation when it's on the, the every single board that you go on now. Every single time you tap your card, before you can hit okay, you have to go through the tip feature. Yeah. And they are, some places they're even embarrassed just going like, oh, just hit, hit okay and it will skip it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like they, they know they don't need a tip. So, I mean, it's good to hear from uh, someone who works for DoorDash hearing that most people do not tip, which is shocking to me because I I always would pick a tip on there as well, thinking, well, I, I, I think have to. I, I, for me, in my, in my brain, a driver coming to your door is like a service that's extra. I don't know why that's where my brain goes, but that's why I tip the drivers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I guess it does make sense. Yeah. The Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. Pepper and Dylan Show, thank you so much for joining us. Pepper is away today, hopefully back uh, by Monday, by the looks of things, which uh, Robbie is here today, away tomorrow. Yeah. 
Gone hunting. Well, I'm going with my dad. He's taking me. And mm-hmm. that voice there is Katie. Thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Your dad's taking you hunting tomorrow? <laughs> yes. Tonight. Today. You leave today. You leave today, yeah. Mm. And uh, where are you going? The bush, I guess? <laughs> Honestly, right in the center of the Canadian prairies. Oh. Right, basically, right in the border of Alberta, Saskatchewan. Oh. What are you hunting? Just, I don't want to be known as the, the hunter guy. Yeah, but you're going hunting, yeah. so you're kind of the hunter guy. To get, just to get some deer, you know, that, stock that, the that is hunting. It's not trophy hunting. Well, I hope not. It's it's a, it's it's to honestly just fill the freezer. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. great. Right? Meat's a lot expensive. Of that, yeah, a lot of people hunt. That's there's no problem with hunting. It's very you're vegan. They're gonna have a big problem with that. I know. It's not. Uh, I know. It's, so, it's a discussion for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie doesn't want to be known as hunting guy. He's like, don't call me hunting guy. <laughs> Yeah, it's all good though. I'm, I'm excited to get to spend some time with yeah. my dad. Listen, I went hunting once, I'm, I, and I'm telling you, it's it, it's not what you think. Mm. I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I I have nothing against anyone that hunts. I think it's totally fine. I love eating the meat, but uh, I went hunting for my first experience. Uh, break your leg, Brad. Break your legs, Brad. Um, took okay. me home, yeah. right? And yeah. uh, he said, "You got to go hunting. You love the meat. You got to see how it's done." And I thought, "Yeah, you know what? As somebody who's a chef and stuff, uh, one of my fa- favorite chefs, Thomas Keller, always says that it's important that you see the meat from when it's alive to when you serve it. And the reason that it's important, and 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 I love this. He says that it's important that you understand that you took an animal's life. Yes. Therefore." You don't waste because what a lot of people will do, and it happens all the time. You'll you'll take out a freezer from a freezer chicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll take out two breasts, or you'll go out and buy a couple, and then your plans will change, and then you'll leave it there, and then by the end of the week, you're like, oh, I don't know if that's good anymore, and then you end up throwing out. The yeah, meat. yeah, it happens to all I of hate us. That, but it happens. It does happen, and so his thing is once you see and take the life of an animal, yeah, you will then at that point respect everything moving forward. Absolutely. I agree with that. And so I, I, I was like, okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. I like this. I, I want to go be part of it. And I, I remember we went out and it was like the last day of hunting and we we're out in the field. And you know, when you, when you think hunting without going hunting, you don't really think much about hunting. You just like, yeah, okay, we're going hunting. We're going to get some deer jerky. That's what you think. Right. But then when you're out there, and you see that deer frolic with its friend. Oh. Yeah. And there they are frolicking together, and you're like, okay, this is it. This is the big moment. This is the time. That's what we need. That's what's going to fill the freezer. And then reality sets in because all of a sudden you're looking at this beautiful creature slash uh, just friend of somebody else's, <laughs> and then you shoot it, and the other friend oh. is just like, what happened to my friend? Like Bambi's mom. Right, just sitting there. And all of a sudden, the friend's just like running away, going like, "What? I had a friend a minute ago." Oh right, right. gosh! And so then I walked up to this thing, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It was the last time I ever hunted. I mean, I the liked first the, and last. It was it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" I feel so bad. There was two before, know, and now you're down to one. I know. So are we talking you up on your trip? Are you excited to go well, now? <laughs> listen. <laughs> I don't mean to. I, I, I have nothing against it. It was just wild for me. I was like, that's a lot. I don't oh, need to see all of it. Yeah. What makes me feel a little better is I've seen so many documentaries and just videos of terrible factory farming. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's just mm-hmm. like those animals have the worst life of any creature on earth almost. Mm-hmm. It's torturous. It's so mean. Um, and we have no problem eating them. Right. <laughs> Taking them yeah. away from their friends, right? This at least 
these animals. That's because they're in the, the section at the grocery store. I don't get yeah, to see them frolic. Of, but I will say the Alberta farmers, like there's a lot of local farms here that treat their animals really well. Like yeah, my grandpa yeah. was a cattle farmer. Yeah. And he they, they just range all free. Okay, water. yeah. They yeah, lived a good great. life. That's great. I play that's guitar great. for them. Then I'd eat them. Aww. <laughs> Come here. You lure them in with the guitar. And then... They actually like it, yeah. Well, I imagine Lights they out. like living, too. <laughs> I, I, I do see both sides. And uh, I, listen, I went out and I did it. And when I did it, I was like, oh, this, that, it's not for everybody. I just came up with it. Jam burger. <laughs> <laughs> can I give? Can I have something yeah. there? Yeah. 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 Jam burger. Uh, well, good, good luck to you. I, I know that you will uh, be missing on the show tomorrow, and we will miss you absolutely. Pepper, uh, he is okay. There's a family emergency going on. It's not uh, for us to say or anything. Uh, just know that he needs some time. And uh, Monday, hopefully, he will be back. Um, and 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 Robbie's going to be gone. So you're in tomorrow again. I. I'm assuming so then. Yes. For my and, birthday, oh, Dylan. Remember, oh, yeah. remember my got present. That, Dylan's got those presents for you. I, well, why <laughs> surprises? Is it, I, didn't, I didn't even know it was your birthday today. Now I'm on the hook for buying presents? Uh, <laughs> Seems like a lot of work. Yeah, you got the whole day. Robbie, why don't you come out and we'll get a present together, right? Because we both. Really, I got to take off right after right the show. After Sorry. The show, yeah. Yeah. Robbie's going to get me a deer. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Here's a hoof. Aww. Enjoy it. It's nice of you. Bring her back a nice hoof. No. Maybe some Steaks okay, later. so Robbie off tomorrow, uh, which means uh, Katie will be in, and that means Jenna is going to be coming in next yeah. uh, to fill in for you. Uh, everyone's working hard. Thanks, Jenna. We really <laughs> appreciate that. So um, the big news of the morning, I mean, we'll play it one more time, and, and there are people who say, and it's just funny to me because they're like, who cares? And when you say who cares about the most popular thing on the planet, I think you're the odd person out. with you if you said who cares and Taylor couldn't sell out an arena. Right. Or she couldn't take the same world tour on for three years <laughs> and sell out multiple times. It's just been added this morning. Roger prese- uh, Rogers is presenting Taylor Swift the Eras Tour in Vancouver. Three separate shows, which is a lot closer for us Albertans. Mm-hmm. We do mm-hmm. really appreciate yeah. that. So it's going to be 2024. Look look at this, 2024 in December. We're not even in 2023's December, and she's planning to have concerts in 2024. That's how big Taylor Swift is. She's she's such a huge deal. Absolutely. She really is. There is some Taylor Swift uh, fatigue, and I understand it. Yep, I get that. But, but she's huge. There are a lot of people that heard this news this morning, and they want to know, how do I get tickets? Yeah, I said text the word Taylor to 917-917, and I would send you the verified fan on sale registration link, and the whole text line was all Taylor. Right. And so, so can we still do this? Yeah, you can do it. I'll, I'll just reply to texts and uh, send it off. Okay, yeah. so yep. there goes the rest of your day as you'll be just replying <laughs> to those. I love it. You I will do that for until you. Until November 4th at 5 o'clock to get into the uh, online registration. And then, uh, listen, I mean, they're hard to get. They absolutely are. So if you're lucky enough to get one in Vancouver, that's a quick flight or or a drive even. And the Abbotsford. You can fly to Abbotsford for like $99. Get the ticket today yeah. for, for 2024. I don't know if they even have those released yet. But <laughs> Taylor Swift in Vancouver for the Eras Tour brought to you by Rogers. We're super excited about that. Robbie, yep. have a wonderful day tomorrow. You too. Uh, be kind Always. to the animals. No, Always. <laughs> Always.
How are you going to talk to animals when it's dead? Oh, don't get me thinking of this. <laughs> hey, little guy. I just hey there, little guy. Sorry. Looks like you're bleeding. <laughs> I just want lots of here. blood coming out of you, little guy. No. Oh, little guy's got a little blood coming oh. out of his little tongue. Listen. It's so disturbing. It, it's heinous to think about, but you, uh, nutritious, good food is uh, all it's about. We'll miss you tomorrow. Okay, Have yourself you a wonderful weekend. And uh, when we're back, Katie, if you want to get her a birthday gift, it's tomorrow because mm-hmm. uh, I'll forget. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Dylan. Thanks for listening. Good luck. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Okay, bye. The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast. The Pepper and Dylan Show Podcast.